how I can balance myself is through the women in my life. (laughs) The women in my life keep me in check. Not intentionally. They're not like putting me in my place. But the more and more I do lean in and share what's real, even when what's real is kind of icky. Let's say I'm triggered by somebody or there's something going on. The more I can show what's happening inside of myself and I can receive the impact and their support and the reflection, the more I see myself. They're my mirrors. You all, my sisters of the world, are my mirrors. The women who are very different than me, who are hard for me, you are my mirrors. The women who I am hard for, women who I trigger, I am their mirror. They are my mirror. And this is this mystery of how do we really form a global sisterhood? How do we really bridge the divide? How do we bridge the pain politically, racially, spiritually, religiously, culturally? How do we actually really see one another and value one another even when our truths aren't, are different? And so as we celebrate and look at how much more freedom we have today to express our truth, really to express who we are, to gather, the freedom to gather. And this isn't a freedom that is in every culture, but here in the West, we have this freedom to gather and to speak and to share. What happens if we hold this mantle of, I will be courageous enough to reveal myself and to hold space for others and to really Uh, receive them and open my heart to really try to see them even if they're different than me? What if I'm doing this on behalf of the women who are still fighting for the right to even circle? What if I'm doing this not only for me, for my own healing, but what if it is creating a pathway, like a a neurological pathway within the brain neural network of, of consciousness of the planet, of all human beings? What if I'm carving out a neural pathway that will make it easier for the liberation of women in Iran, you know, the liberation of women who are still being oppressed. And so today I'd love for you to not only give thanks, but also give prayers. Give prayers to the women of the world who are really struggling for this freedom. And then recognizing where you are oppressing your own truth, where you are oppressing your own voice, and find the courage to rise up and reveal yourself in sisterhood, reveal yourself to others so that we can work together to continue to further the brilliance, the beauty of the mission of the Great Mother who's awakening in all of us. Prophecies have foretold, and wisdom keepers all know that the rise of the feminine will restore balance to our world. In this podcast, we are on a journey to understand the root of the imbalance that has caused disconnection and dysfunction within our humanity so we can emerge as leaders, creating a new story on Earth. I'm Lauren Walsh. And I'm Shayna Connors. With humble hearts and open minds, we will converse with spiritual teachers, historians, psychologists, revolutionaries, leaders, and healers 
to navigate these evolving times and reintegrate the feminine history that we have forgotten. Welcome to the Time of the Feminine podcast. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of the Time of the Feminine podcast. Today, we have a very real and raw, deep and beautiful conversation with you. And before we get started, I would love to introduce our new sponsor, goddesswell.co. Goddesswell creates the highest quality of women's products for your highest self, specifically formulated by women for women to complement our inherent self-healing power, specifically focusing on PMS, menopause, hormone and mood support, and urinary tract health. So what I love about this company is the intentionality within the medicine and the high, high quality of CBD that's within each capsule. So there's various lines. There's the Harmony line for harmony and mood. There's the Radiance line for PMS and menopause relief. There's the Serenity line for UTI relief. And each capsule has two times more CBD than in any other capsule on the market, plus high quality essential oils to target and support relieving all of these various women's hormonal and sexual health issues. So for me, every day I take the Harmony pill for mood and hormone aid and I say a little prayer and I connect with the medicine and I connect with the aliveness of the essential oils and I ask for help with what I'm going through right now in my woman's health journey and I feel like I'm giving myself the care and the attention I need. And so what's so cool about Goddess Well and Marcella, the owner's connection with Global Sisterhood is she's a Global Sisterhood facilitator herself and she has made it available for the Global Sisterhood community to buy one product and get one free using the code SISTERHOOD. That means we get to buy one for ourselves, and we get to buy one with the condition of giving it to a sister to spread the love, to spread the health, and to deepen our circle of women who are healing ourselves and transforming the world. So go to goddesswell.co, use the code sisterhood, and buy one and get one free to give to a friend. All right, now let's get going with the show. Holy Mother, oh Mother of us all, we bow to you in reverence and awe. We lay flowers of praise at your feet and rise in humility to meet your gaze of star-like clarity. You bestow your power to me. I recall who I am, all I am. I am here and here I will stand as a steward of the new earth, serving our great rebirth as a steward of the new earth. Serving our great rebirth. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Time of the Feminine podcast. Lauren and Shana here. And we 
want to say Happy International Women's Day! <laughs> Happy International Women's Day, you beautiful human being. We are honoring the time of the feminine today. We are honoring all of the progress that has been made in our world, which we'll speak about. And we're honoring the birthday of the Global Sisterhood Movement, which was International Women's Day 2016. And we would love to share all of the miracles that we have seen take place since that day until now. And we welcome you. To this episode. Hey, hey, Shayna, what is going on? Hello, beautiful listeners of the Time of the Feminine podcast. Today, as Lauren was saying, marks a very special day, you know, not just for global sisterhood, but for all of us. And it seems like the feminine is really birthing here on this planet. And we can thank Goddess for that because truly, in the time between 2016 and now, the transformation that's taken place on this planet is profound when it comes to the feminine essence, when it comes to the, the rising power within each one of us, recognizing the truth that we are both masculine and feminine and coming back into harmony and balance within ourselves. So I just want to say thank you because each of you listening here is a part of this movement, is a part of this wave of really reharmonizing the frequency of the masculine and feminine here on the planet, which is a big load of work, a lot of responsibility, but full of so much beauty, so much power, so much grace. And so thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And today on International Women's Day, I just want to acknowledge all the women that have come before us, all the men that have carried this feminine essence, that have carried this this power within themselves, and who are here stewarding this great rebirth, this great time of transformation here on the planet, because this is a gift for all. So let's talk a little bit about those who came before us. I feel like in the West, we are often so disconnected from our elders. There's this like progress, progress, progress. And we forget that in sitting in the presence with an elder and really learning their story, hearing about their wisdom, there's so much exchange that can happen between the youth and the elders. And today specifically, I want us to think about our great grandmothers. Really just say her name out loud if you know it. And if you don't know it, just feel her. Imagine her as a little girl growing up in the world the way it was back then with such little opportunity for young girls. Most likely she was told to be quiet, to listen, to be obedient. Most likely there was an aspect of her wildness that was domesticated and told that it was wrong. Most likely... Her opinions weren't valued. And most likely her gifts, her mystical feminine gifts of perceiving and feeling beyond the quantifiable, but into the realm of just knowing. Most likely that was shut down. 
Maybe she was one of those courageous wild ones who kept it alive inside of herself, always rebelling. And maybe she did that in her own little way, this courageous, resilient spirit of your great-grandmother. Whatever the journey is of your great-grandmother, imagine how that impacted your grandmother and your mother and you. And notice and really take a moment to give thanks for where we are right now. Yes, there is still so much work to do towards the liberation of the feminine and also the liberation of women globally. But right now, wherever you are, take a moment, connect with the Great Mother and give thanks for the liberation and the freedom and the awakening that has been taking place inside of our hearts that began with that courageous, wild, resilient spirit of your great-grandmother. And now zooming out collectively and giving appreciation to the movements, the suffragette movement, the feminist movement, and all of the incredible work that was done and the sisterhood that was formed. Women, as property of men, had to serve their husband. But what was so revolutionary about the suffragette movement is they formed a sisterhood, an unbreakable commitment, a vow, that we were going to stand by each other and work together. And fast forward to the first wave of feminism, after women had reserved the right to vote, Now women were like, okay, now it's time for us to be fully free to express our gifts and talents and and to be able to work, to get out of the home and to get out of the shadow of the men and really show that we can do whatever men can do. And we need that right. And that right was granted. And then after a while, learning how to fit ourselves into a masculine system and having to turn off perhaps some of our feminine qualities to survive in that system, here comes another opportunity in the past 20 years. This awakening of a reclamation of the feminine intelligence, the feminine gifts. And fast forward to 2015, leading up to 2016, before Me Too, there was a a silence amongst women regarding the pain of the abuse and the harassment. And along this time, there was this wave that was bubbling. It was the great mother guiding all of us, waking up. We were all feeling something. There was a stirring taking place. Something was going to explode, as it often does with awakenings. You, you reveal the darkness so that we can bring light to it. And the great mother inside of all of our hearts stirring is stirring is stirring. It's like this great wave started picking up. And along that wave, I was had the opportunity to catch it, <laughs> like many of us did. And the way that I caught it, along with a man named Patrick Cromfley, 
was by coming together to create an event on International Women's Day 2016 before the Me Too movement, calling to women all around the world, regardless of religion, political beliefs, to gather in circle, to take off our masks, to really reveal the truth of who we are, the depths of our gifts, the depths of our light, and also the depths of our suffering such that we can completely feel seen by one another, begin to trust one another again, and lift each other up to lead a new way. And so many whose hearts were already boiling up with the awakening of the mother heard this call that we put out to join in global sisterhood, circle, do a synchronized meditation and ritual together. And a lot of women, women who had never even heard of a woman's circle before, said yes. And they joined in circle all over the world. We had 650 women's circles on that day. And a movement was born. And now this movement is a small, like small facet of the larger woman's movement. We are some small reflection of the greater movement taking place in the collective. Advocating for sisterhood, advocating for healing, advocating for a level of depth between us. And then comes the Me Too movement. Then comes the Women's March. Then comes the civil rights reemergence, Black Lives Matter in 2021 or 2020. And here we are, this time where the feminine, the great mother, is guiding us to heal the division inside of ourselves, the wounds inside of ourselves, so that we can be one family again. And we can awaken to the truth of who we are as children of hers, children of the universe, children of the cosmos, children of God. And not God as in this domineering, judgmental, oppressive sky God, but a God that is within and a God that is around. And so on this International Women's Day, this beautiful momentary celebration to recognize the, the great mother as she is guiding us in our lives. I want to say thank you to every single one of you who has been stewarding this movement, whether within women's circles or in any way that has been natural to you because each one of us is needed in our different ways. And thank you for believing in sisterhood. And thank you for being here. And thank you for being a steward of our new earth, a steward of our great rebirth. And the consciousness of sisterhood, this real healing force, is something that deeply changes you from within. Because when we can recognize ourselves as daughters of this earth or as sons of this earth or of beings of this earth, we really understand that that doesn't just apply to us. It applies to our other brothers and sisters, to the other beings. And that what Lauren was saying is true, that we are a global family. We live here on the earth. We share the same residence. You know, our, our birthright is to receive from the earth and also to give back. Our earth is a living resource. What we give to her gives to us. We remember that everything comes from her. We can honor that power 
that resource. And then we can own the responsibility within ourselves that we have inherently being born onto this planet, that our job is to take care, to take care of our home, to take care of our family members, to take care of ourselves, so that we can really bring this nourishment back to the planet and to our relationships. And I'm seeing now that in sisterhood, we can really see each other. You know, so many of us are raised in a way that can make our worldview so small. It's almost like if you were looking through a camera lens and you had the camera set to a very small angle. And as you embark in a sisterhood journey and you come together in women's circles and you get to really feel and hear the people in your life's true experience, you begin to see yourself more and more. And so this this lens begins to open wider and wider. And when that happens, the space between you and others begins to dissipate some. You begin to see yourself in a more expansive way, which expands your presence, your responsibility, your ability to love, and your ability to feel. And our ability to feel our great superpower being a human being is to be able to both descend and ascend at the same time, to really get to feel the the depth and the breadth in the same moment. And our teacher, Juanita Robertson, talks about this because when we're cut off from one, so let's say we've been cut off from the feminine, we've been cut off from the descent, the journey inside of ourselves, it also cuts us off from this more masculine journey of ascension. Both are important. We've been modeled one in this reality that the external is the most important. We have to go and build our lives in a way where we can show something for it. But what about the cultivation that happens when you travel deep within yourself? And so the beauty of sisterhood is that this happens naturally when we can really lean in and be honest with one another and reveal ourselves for who we truly are, things begin to change. Things are always changing, but we can appreciate the waves of change. We can appreciate the beauty in the beholding of another that is going through something that can touch us so deeply. And the more we come together in sisterhood, we remember that we're not alone. We don't have to carry this weight of a world on our backs. So there's actually just like allow ourselves to just move this energy that sometimes we can feel with the weight of the world on us. It's not on us. It's on all of us. We all have a collective responsibility to each other and to our earth. And so we can share in this. The beauty emerges. And so this International Women's Day, I want you to give thanks for your sisters, for your brothers, for those beings that can truly hold space with you and really get to see you. And even if you feel in this moment that you don't have those people, just remember inside of yourself that it's possible. That it's possible because it is possible. 
And the more we transform our insides, the outsides begin to reflect what it is that we've cultivated. So speaking of sisterhood and the healing, when we really reveal ourselves to one another, I've been sitting with this phrase that feels true. I'm I'm gearing up to write a book, and um, it terrifies me to write this book. It feels like a very revealing book that I'm going to be writing. And um, I was laying in bed, and I kind of had a vision of the first line. <laughs> of the book. And it's this, I'm not a naturally humble person. (laughs) And so I want to expand upon that with you guys. I'm not a naturally humble person. Humility is a study of mine that sometimes I'm doing better with than other other times. And again, I've said this numerous times in the podcast and our courses, but the way I understand humility is like, that center line, that connection between heaven and earth as a channel of the divine I am. I am a child of the divine. I am not God. I'm not better than anybody else. But this divine power can channel through me the more and more and more I recognize it, the more and more I align with it. But often what happens is I'm not in the divine I am alignment. I'm off to the side, I'm off to the left a little bit like a pendulum and I'm in a self-deprecating, self-insecure, self-judging, self-criticizing place. Or I'm in this like really sneaky, I don't even realize I'm in this place, arrogance or uh, ego or pride or vanity. And what I find that how I can balance myself is through the women in my life. (laughs) The women in my life keep me in check, not intentionally. They're not like putting me in my place, but the more and more I do lean in and share what's real, even when what's real is kind of icky. Let's say I'm triggered by somebody or there's something going on. The more I can show what's happening inside of myself and I can receive the impact and their support and the reflection, the more I see myself. They're my mirrors. You all, my sisters of the world, are my mirrors. The women who are very different than me, who are hard for me, you are my mirrors. The women who I am hard for, women who I trigger, I am their mirror. They are my mirror. And this is this mystery of how do we really form a global sisterhood? How do we really bridge the divide? How do we bridge the pain politically, racially, spiritually, religiously, culturally? How do we actually really see one another and value one another even when our truths aren't are different? And so as we celebrate and look at how much more freedom we have today to express our truth, really to express who we are, to gather, the freedom to gather. And this isn't a freedom that is in every culture, but here in the West, we have this freedom to gather. 
and to speak and to share. What happens if we hold this mantle of, I will be courageous enough to reveal myself and to hold space for others and to really uh, receive them and open my heart to really try to see them, even if they're different than me? What if I'm doing this on behalf of the women who are still fighting for the right to even circle? What if I'm doing this not only for me, for my own healing, but what if it is creating a pathway, like a, a neurological pathway within the brain neural network of, of consciousness of the planet, of all human beings? What if I'm carving out a neural pathway that will make it easier for the liberation of women in Iran? You know, the liberation of women who are still being oppressed. And so today I love for you to not only give thanks, but also give prayers. Give prayers to the women of the world who are really struggling for this freedom. And then recognizing where you are oppressing your own truth, where you are oppressing your own voice, and find the courage to rise up and reveal yourself in sisterhood, reveal yourself to others so that we can work together to continue to further the brilliance, the beauty, of the mission of the Great Mother who's awakening in all of us. And because really it takes all of our gifts in this beautiful tapestry to really awaken and to reinstate this consciousness. And so back when I joined Global Sisterhood, I joined Lauren a few years after Global Sisterhood started, I kept having the vision of what would the world be like if we all awakened to our to our gifts, if women awaken to the feminine gifts within them, the compassion, the wild compassion, you know, the mysticism, the oracle, you know, what if we turned on these faculties that we've been afraid to even look at? What would happen in our world? Because sisters, we are the caretakers of this place. We have the love, we have the compassion, we have the gifts, we have the ability to see beyond the physical realm, to feel, to emote, to grieve. That is a gift to be able to grieve on behalf of the collective. And so what would it look like for you? You might not know what these gifts are in this moment, but what would it look like for you to really unveil yourself? What would it take? What kind of support would you need? What kind of sisterhood would you need? What kind of story would you need to tell yourself that you are worthy? That you are worthy here as a daughter of this earth and you are safe here as a daughter of this earth to express. And so this is a question that I'm giving myself and I'm giving all of us because the time has never been more potent for this energy to express, to move through us as a, as a healing force for the current state of affairs on our planet. And it's easy to, to get lost in this is what other people are doing. Well, there's so many people that are doing this. There's so many people that are distracted. There's so many people that are asleep. But it's not about that. It's about you. You know, each one of us has a right and the responsibility to take care of ourselves. 
to look within, to do the work. That is our responsibility. Our responsibility is to connect with the divine presence, whatever we believe that to be, and to work with that force for ourselves. And what that does naturally is it gives to others, it shares with others, it ripples out to others. And I, I know from, from having been doing the work of Global Sisterhood for four and a half years that it gives back. The work that you do gives back to you and it gives back to others. It's a healing force that will heal you from the inside out. It will open you and scare you probably because all of these things that you didn't even know were there will come out. But then in that way you are liberated. And so my prayer for each one of us is that we can really learn to trust that force within, this guiding light within that is guiding each one of us collectively. You know, there's so many people waking up right now on the planet. And so how do we use this force for good? How do we use this force together? to create more wholeness. It's happening. And I just want to give a lot of thanks for this force that is both present and working. Mm. Every year on International Women's Day, in the beginning of Global Sisterhood, when Global Sisterhood was a movement, it, it didn't have a, an entity, a structure to it. It was just this movement that we thought was going to be a one-time event that turned into a monthly event with everybody circling around a theme. And each theme was a pertinent theme to awakening the feminine gifts again, healing the trauma of the oppression of the feminine, awakening the gifts. So each theme was around something like freeing the voice, sacred sexuality, boundaries, masculine and feminine, sisterhood wounds, whatever was pertinent and is pertinent within the like collective consciousness of women. And so women facilitators would sign up and they would receive our guidebooks. Our guidebooks are now located in a what we call the ritual library that is available to anyone to purchase and have guidebooks of all of these different types of empowerment themes that literally from beginning to end is a woman's circle that is transformative with rituals and wisdom and questions. You can literally follow it step by step and create a transformational circle where not only are you creating connection with women, there's also re revelation and healing taking place between all of you. And this is how we began. We would give these, these free resources to women all over the world. And that's how we grew. And eventually it made sense to ensure the growth and the stability to create a foundation in terms of a, a structure that can support the flourishing of the mission so that it could continue to evolve. And eventually when we became an entity that began to work within the structure of commerce, exchanging money for training, exchanging money for these different gifts and, and opportunities that we offer, that was a huge empowerment moment for us because <laughs> the journey of Global Sisterhood's evolution has been a journey of, in many ways, my evolution and Shana's evolution as women who are trying to not only empower women, but change the system as we do so by bringing the feminine into the system. So bringing what we were doing into the structure of capitalism was a task that was so confusing and challenging for me. 
I was so confused by how I could be in integrity with this mission of supporting women awakening and bringing us together whilst charging money. It was so confusing. And Shana and I explored and experimented. And it's been such a healing journey for me because I was living in a paradigm where I did not believe that women's work could be valued fiscally. And I was living in a paradigm where I thought that if I was doing something good for the planet, it had to be completely service-oriented. It had to be completely free. And what we're noticing now is that we changed the fabric of society by voting with our dollars, investing in what we believe in. That's been what has been transformational for Global Sister. That's why we have this podcast. It's why we are able to have courses with all these amazing elders because we are in a completely different phase. We're evolving not just from a movement, but into this flourishing garden where we can all come and learn. And when I say all come, I mean me too. <laughs> like I'm learning so, so, so much from all of you and from being in circle with you and from being in these courses with you and learning with all of you. It's so profound for me. And I'm learning about who I am as a woman and what my mission is and who I want to be going forward. And we are in this evolutionary process of Global Sister. Global Sister is going to continue to evolve and grow and transform. And Shana and I as individuals have been in this like individuating <laughs> process. Because when we came together, we just went into deep sisterhood study and collaboration. How do you not have hierarchy <laughs> in a business? How do we work together, give each other the same opportunity, but unique to us? And that took some working out for us. That was tricky. We'd enter into these subconscious power struggles because we would do that classic thing of trying to please each other and then not really standing for our needs and getting lost and codependent in one another. And now we're at this place where I've felt this call to, to branch out and to start to speak more directly to my experience that I've been learning and, and the lessons that I've been learning more directly in, in a, a different way. And Shana has been called to support an indigenous community. And she has all these other gifts that are birthing through her. And so we're stewarding global sisterhood while branching out into other things. And one of the things for sure that we are going to do coming soon in 2024 together collaboratively is continue the mission of helping women really step into their sacred stewardship through women's circles. Our program Sacred Facilitator and our ritual library is going to be available and for hopefully always so that women who are really wanting to step out and have this type of sisterhood experience, but isn't finding it in their community, you can have the courage to do it yourself. There is a calling for you to rise to create this space. And one thing that I want to celebrate that feels incredible, like so magical, is that when we first started, we had to spend most of our time just educating people on what a woman's circle was. People were like, what is that? Why would I want to do that? That sounds weird. Like, why would I go do that? Now, I mean, I don't know about where you live, but where I live and I know where Shana lives, there is a women's circle every other night happening. And it's like all over social media and women are talking about its results. Like it is a proven, ancient, powerful 
medium practice that is all over now. And we are so happy that Global Sisterhood is, is one of the organizations in the world that, that supported that, that helped in our small way make that a reality for so many of us. And so if you want to learn the magic of that, the power of that, we encourage you at some point in your journey with us to take Sacred Facilitator and to go deep. And if you want to just get your like fingers wet, we have a free guidebook called the Sister Circle Guidebook. You can download it on our website. And it is the basic, basic, basic template. I mean, we go so much deeper. But if you were like, I need the basics, you can go ahead and download that and just start to sit with like, what would it be like to gather a few women, a few friends, and just go through a basic template and have an experience. And I promise you, it is not hard. All you have to do is be you. The more you, you learn to be, the more magnetic, and the more the other women will feel safe to be them too. And in this process, this transformation takes place that is nothing short of magic, total magic. And then at some point, if you want to go deeper with us, you can sign up for our ritual library or you can take Sacred Facilitator and we will be here to support you in your journey of being a leader, your own type of leader, not like me, not like Shana, not like anybody you know, but like you, because that is what our world needs the medicine of the feminine, to usher in the time of the feminine, to steward our great rebirth. So we want to wish each one of you a happy International Women's Day. May you really feel and know your power today. Honor the power of your ancestors and lay down prayers for the walk that is ahead of us. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is such an honor to be on this journey with you, to explore with you, and to learn with you. The time of the feminine is here To rise we must all be sincere Releasing temptation to blame Releasing temptation to shame Seeking to understand To have compassion for each woman and man Compassion for each woman and man. Woohoo! Happy International Women's Day, loves! Thank you so much for tuning in to the Time of the Feminine podcast. It is such an honor every time to be able to host these conversations and to share the stories of the beautiful people we get the opportunity to interview. And so, if you enjoyed this podcast, please go ahead and leave us a review. You can do so on Apple Podcasts and write a nice note, or you can do so on Spotify by leaving stars. We so appreciate every single one of you that's taken the effort to go out and to share with others and with our community about how this podcast has touched you. It really means so much to us since for us, this is a labor of love. And so thank you for giving back in that way.